back to Under the Bonnet, and this week uh, we're joined uh, by Patrick Bryan, who preached on Sunday. Patrick, lovely to have you thank here, you, looking at, at Hebrews 12. So good to see your sport. I don't think any preachers previously brought out their unwashed sport kit, um, two sports kits, on the uh, on the stage before. I think it's particularly it, nice. It should be done more often, I feel. Actually, somebody did say afterwards, love the visuals, so... You can have that, Andy. Not just visuals, though, is my point. <laughs> For those who were there, they could smell it as well. Anyway, um, look, we're, um, we're in... Uh, so we finished that lovely chapter of Hebrews 11, and we're into chapter 12. We're, we're nearing the end of Hebrews. And um, I'm going to ask Fiona to, to read. We're going to look at Hebrews chapter 12, 1 to 13. You might want to follow along in your Bible, and then we're just going to discuss it. Thank you. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you've not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And have you completely forgotten the word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? It says, My son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you, because the Lord disciplines those he loves and he chastises chastens everyone he accepts as a son. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? And if you're not disciplined, and everyone does undergo discipline, then you're not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us, and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of spirits and live? They disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, but God disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in his holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees, make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. Thank you very much. Now, I mean, um, you know, classically, verses one to three are, are glorious. I mean, what a wonderful passage you were given. Um, mm -hmm. And verses four to thirteen are really very difficult. So, you 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 um, you you had both the easy and the difficult. Let's let's focus our thoughts first of all on um, one to three, um, uh, and this is where your kind of sports kit analogy comes in, isn't it? That uh, uh, we are to to endure. We're to persevere and I thought you very helpfully mentioned there that um, obviously that's in the long term mm -hmm. so big mm -hmm. picture I have to be aware of that but if at the beginning of your which you really run 13 miles you ran a half marathon well, last Wednesday yeah wow um, so if you start out on a half marathon thinking all the time about the end it, yeah. it demoralizes you so you just focused a little bit at the time yeah I think that's right so I think that that a whole area of sort of fixing our eyes on Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, I think, as I said on, on Sunday, it gets used as a look at the end point. So, 
you know, we all off. I've heard it said. Some people say, "Oh, you know, life on Earth is not very good, but at least we've got heaven to yes. look forward to." Mm. And I would argue that's actually not good news. Mm. Um, for you, and this is where you know I brought out the fixing our eyes on Jesus. We look at what Jesus said at the start of his ministry in Luke chapter four. You know, it's good news for the poor. It's good news for the prisoner. Um, you know, he's this is this is in the here and now. He's not saying. He's not saying my ministry comes so that there'll be good news ultimately for the poor, ultimately for the prison. That's true, but it has to be in the here and now. And so this fixing our eyes on Jesus has to be in the here and now as much as in, as much as in the future. If we lose, I guess if you lose sight of the future, yes. you could be fixing your eyes on something, but actually when it comes to the end, you could end up off. So, you know, if I don't have my eyes with a clear idea of where I'm going, so, you know, I, I go for a 13-mile run. If I don't have a clear idea where my end point is going to be, I can find myself in Harborough when I wanted to find myself back at my front door. Yes. So you can't take your eyes off the ultimate goal, but in, in the midst of that, I want to be focusing. So in this, in this, you know, this run of faith, I want to be focusing on Jesus in each section of it, because that that is what I guess keeps my eyes focused on Him. You know, we've 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 got here. You know, it brings us to the cross, but it brings us to to the relationships with God. It brings us to how we transform our relationships with one another. It brings us to to an understanding of of what life is. Um, so that you know, I want that. So I need to be focused on that, but I also need to have that long view in, in, in place. So it, it's both the short and the long that you need in place. Or else you'll miss, you'll miss the ultimate goal if you're only focusing like on each step and you'll suddenly find yourself going off. And okay, okay. I say it sort of puts me at the middle of that. I don't mean to put me yeah, at the yeah. middle of that, but what God is calling us to. So that's really, what I want to ask you to really is what does that look like for you? <clears throat> on a day-to-day basis. So Fiona, what does it look like for you to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus day to day? Well, I think for me, um, it is a really big encouragement that I'm going to heaven and that all this rubbish will be gone one day. I think that's a, a really significant thing. So let me just me. butt into that. That's something you remind yourself of daily. Whenever there's rubbish, which is quite often, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And and even when there's good things, yes. thinking actually this is just a shadow Love of it. what's coming. But I think also um probably just talking to the Lord or trying to rather than talking to myself and grumbling, because I tend to talk to myself and it's quite negative when rubbish things happen, trying to turn that into talking to the Lord or being aware of him um with me all the time as you said he's mm. not just at the finishing mm. line like a kind of parent at a school race yeah, yeah. going come on yeah. he's actually um is with us he, he is the god who is with us as well because this is only one this is one truth about the christian life isn't it so, exactly it's not it's not it's not yeah, it's not everything exactly so i think just that practical reminder and i think we'll come on to this but i think suffering can really sharpen the focus mm. <laughs> i think the hardest thing is when everything is great and easy that's when it, it you can lose your focus can't you yeah i mean i think also to, to butt in uh, there's also the, there's an element of fixing our eyes um let us run with perseverance oh, yeah. to raise marks yeah. out for us fixing our eyes on jesus yeah, so really what are we doing cool. corporately so when we come together on a mm. sunday or in home groups or when you're going around and meeting with people mm. are we encouraging one another mm. in the 
you know, in in the everyday life. That's part of fixing our eyes on Jesus. So it's not just a what I do is important, but also what we do together as a community or what we may do with, with other communities. So for example, you know, you've been down open hands today. Well what what does going down open hands today, how does that help you fix your eyes on Jesus? Mm. Well I so I visited their new centre uh today which was glorious. Um I saw some people there uh, who, because they love Jesus, are serving and working very, very hard, and that encourages me. I have a chat with my friend David Hines, and we talk a little bit um, about what's going on in our lives. We encourage one another. Um, I see the way that uh, faith is being worked out in practice. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not just people, you know, reading their Bibles and God bless you and I hope you, I hope you keep warm. They are helping us keep warm. You know, they're gonna, uh, they're gonna. Oh, what are they gonna do? They're going to uh, feed people. They're going to clothe people. They're going to teach people. Uh, they're going to love people. It's just very exciting. Yeah. But I think I think also. So that's quite thank you. Um, also, there is, there is that element. It's again, you know, it's easy. You know, look, I stand at the front on a Sunday and say, fix, "Let us fix our eyes on on Jesus." And we sit here at what half past four on a Tuesday afternoon, and, and we can say that. But you know, I'm aware there are people who probably still got another hour of work to go yeah. at their workplace. They've had maybe kids at home. They've got illnesses. They've got you know there are there are for for many of us, this is this is is this is not an easy thing. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where you need the encouragement of other people, but also just that sense of are there even just little things that can just focus our eyes away from ourselves and, and onto Jesus. So it, this is not necessarily always going to be a, a really big thing because Jesus meets with us in the reality of the everyday, everyday life that we find ourselves in. And so I think it's that sense of allowing one another to encourage us, but also allowing God to encourage us right in the middle of, of where we find ourselves. Um, you know, at the end of a year nine class or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know. So how has that happened for you today? So to, so today, um, yeah, I think it would be, um, I'm trying to think what I've done. So yeah, so I <laughs> I had to get my tyres changed today on the car. So I, I've I've went down, um, so I've got my tenses wrong now. I've gone down to, uh, to North Eglinton to get the tyres changed. Um, just great to be in a place um, where you know you've got a lot of people from from different backgrounds just walking past um, and then just praying for them praying for that area um, just that sense of asking God to be working in that particular area as my tires are being changed mm-hmm. you know and, and I think there's a sense in in these verses that this is a discipline isn't it this isn't mm. something that just comes naturally it's something we learn to do something we need to challenge each other to do um, but it's a dirty word that isn't it discipline discipline yeah nobody wants to no. talk about discipline. But it's weird isn't it because there's no way patrick would be running i mean i couldn't even think about it I, I could cycle that but i couldn't run 13 miles oh you're doing yourself down no i'm not <laughs> um there's no way you could achieve that without some discipline mm. is there so I guess we shouldn't be surprised that there needs to be some discipline mm. in our Christian lives. It's not just kind of floating around. Yeah, I think I think yeah. that. No, but I but I do think it's become a dirty yes, word. Yes, it has. Shouldn't yeah. do. Yeah. But I think it's. I think actually, Patrick, you're a really bad example of this because when you run, you're a lone wolf. I am. 
That, that is true. And quite scary. He's when he's running towards scary. you oh. in the park, oh. downhill, you get out the way. You do. You get run out. Because he's a rugby player, as he makes yeah. but he's also a runner. Combine the two, you've got trouble. But for me, and I know for you as well, Fiona, that... Um, uh, that when we run, one of the, one of the Christians is running with other people. Yeah. Bec- 